I walk the streets with my swagger on, supernatural, facing a million opponents, and my role is to act alone. Lights, camera, when the action's on, where I'm home is a battle zone. A vigilante in the catacombs, but I rock with a hot shot like a clock when it's cocked pop and let's phone. People say that my head is gone, but it's them same people with need of my help when I'm heading home. And like they say that everybody got a purpose. So I roam the city streets like Fawlty Sang in the surface The hot shot sharpshooter superhero Destined to shine like light through the dark of evil I fight for what's right in the hearts of people And try to open y'all eyes cause it's hard to see truth You ever feel like everybody's the same but you different? That's when you know you're here to make a difference Hot shot, you got a choice to make stand up or stand down Fight or flight, get up, bang out the world's wait, can't wait to see what you about to showtime act now. Hot shot, you got a choice to make stand up or stand down. Fight or flight, get up, bang out the world's wait, can't wait to see what you about to showtime act now. Hot shot.
here at uh, FSK Comics. Uh, we are switching it up a little bit, and I'm an intern here at CCAD, and I'll be taking over the stage today. So this is real exciting. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing someone, though. All right. And our guest right now, I got um, Danny Quick. He is the creator of Ace Blade, and I'm going to be drawing his character. <laughs> Wait a second. A new opponent has interrupted the tournament. What's up, man? What's up? Maybe I should unmute my mic. We in the building, baby. What's going on, Jaden? <laughs> How it's you cool, doing? man. It's cool. You know, uh, last thing on the agenda, you know, here we just going to have an interview. All done with my classes. All done with all the other things. And now okay. it's just me and you. And I'm going to be drawing your character, I suppose. Yeah. I'm, I'm super down with that, man. It's nice to meet you. Um, I've had a, had a conversation with some of the interns. Um because I'm, I'm actually working on a project with um, with freestyle and um but it's nice to meet you how many how many episodes have you done so far of uh chat this Bro? is the very first episode this is the first time i it's have yeah been streaming uh super cool a little bit nervous but you know that'll that'll just okay hey no that's cool man yeah. well hey well we're gonna interview each other then you you interview me and i'm gonna interview you while you're right, drawing man I, I can't wait to see what you can come up with uh, for old Ace Blade, I always I love having people draw <laughs> draw Ace Blade. So um, I'm I'm excited to see what you come up with. I don't know if Mike told you, but I'm always uh, looking for folks to to do variant covers for Ace Blade. So um, hey man, depending on depending on how this turns out, I might I might have to uh, <laughs> I might have to slap this on. I know I know I ain't supposed to do this because you you're a freestyle comics intern, but uh -oh. If I gotta offer you a job right here live on on, on air, I'm gonna do it. Um, but man, it's nice to meet you, and um, and I and I can't wait to see it, brother. So how long you been? How long you been drawing? How old are you, first of all, Jaden? You look kind of oh, young. Yeah, I am. I guess I'm a I'm 20, and I have been drawing since I've been really small. You know, before I even went in crayons, drawing pictures. Crayons was the main medium for a while. You know. Mm -hmm. And then we, you know, then we moved on from that. But, you know, um, as I'm drawing this character right here, this is one of the very few digital drawings that I've done strictly digital for a while. So this would be uh, interesting to see. And it's something, you know, I'm working on because I usually draw uh, very traditionally, but I've been drawing mm -hmm. my whole life. You usually do traditional and then, you know, scanning in to do uh, your digital work or are you are you just a are you straight traditional guy you don't do any digital uh i'm i'm, I'm great at I feel like i'm great at traditional right now um mm. so i do it mainly traditionally and it turns out pretty well and i'll edit it and everything but i've started to kind of explore color and everything um digitally and yeah it's, it's real exciting so i would you know that's something i'm working on okay I'm down with that, man. I'm I'm in the process of learning myself. I'm a little bit older than you. I'm 37. Um, oh, so, 
I got, I got, I'm, I'm almost double your age as a matter of fact, but, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm starting to learn how to draw. I used to be real good when I was in school, when I was small. Um, but I got into writing, I got into, um, more writing and, um, I kind of let, yeah, Kyron, I'm, I'm 37, bro. I'm old, but, um, <laughs> but it's, um, but you know, I've, I've gotten, I got into writing and creating, creating my stories and things like that. And, um, you know, I'm an army veteran, so I never, I didn't have the, the time to really draw and the resources to draw while I was deployed in Iraq, but I had the, you know, I could always write. You can always find a pencil and paper. And I had a, had a laptop while I was over there. So I, I wrote a lot while I was deployed. So that's super, um, that's super dope, man. Yeah. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah. So like, I guess that kind of brings my first question. Um, you know, you being in Iraq, you being deployed over there. And, you know, you said you had your sketchbook and everything with you. Um, has that influenced the way you write? Has that influenced, um, you know, your stories, um, your your mindset in terms of creating art? Absolutely, man. I think one of the biggest lessons I learned while I was in Iraq is that, um, you know, people are more alike than we are different everywhere in the world. I, I think um, the, the best thing that happened to me in the army is that I got to travel. I'm not a I'm not a huge traveler. I like to, I like to be where I'm at. My wife is the traveler in the family. She, you know, she likes to, to go, you know, experience different cultures and things like that, things like that. But while I was, you know, in the military, I got to go to, I got to go to Germany. I got to go to South America. I was in Iraq in Kuwait. Um, you know, I've been all over the world because of the, because of the military. And the one thing that I learned is that people, you know, no matter where you are, we all pretty much want the same things. You know, we want to we want to be happy. We want to protect our family. We want to build something, you know, and to give to our to our offspring. And, um, you know, most people are, are decent people who are just trying to, you know, kind of get by and and want to, you know, be loved and, and, and care for each other. And, um, you know, that's that's kind of what connects us all. And, and another thing that connects us all is that we all love stories we all tell stories and um you know to whether it's to entertain or educate or to just you know kind of um pass on our stories to 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 uh to to later generation uh you know it's it's one of those things man people people all over the world love stories and people all over the world are you know kind of connected through them so um yeah, that's that's one of the things that kind of influenced me about being in Iraq. It wasn't it wasn't the you know, <laughs> I got other things that have that have affected me uh, because of my time over there. But that's one of the one of the, the good things that affected me um, while I was there. So absolutely. All right. All right. All right. Um, so on the topic, since I'm drawing this character, tell me a little bit about Ace Blade. I haven't picked up the comic. I would like to um you know give us the synopsis you know the intro absolutely absolutely so um most of most of mike's audience knows ace blade by now i've been on the show probably as much as anybody has been on this show <laughs> but um ace blade is the vegas vigilante and the way i kind of pitch it is you know imagine you believe you're the best fighter in the world um and you finally get a chance to prove it but during your biggest match, you find out that your manager has been setting up your fights for you to win. And now he wants you oh, to man. lose. Right. Um, now he says that you have to lose on the, the night of your championship fight. Um, and another thing is, is that, 
you don't have any superpowers, but most of the villains in your universe do. So you're always the underdog. So um, the story starts kind of with that decision that he has to make to to say whether he's going to, you know, throw this fight and, you know, give up his chance to prove that he's the best fighter in the world or if he's going to win it and then have to face the consequences. And, um, I'll, you know, I'm the king of spoiler alert, so I'll, I'll tell you, he didn't throw the fight. He decided, you know, hey, I'm going I'm going to prove that I'm the best because that's what he's been working towards his whole life. Right. And um, he decided he's going to prove that he's the best. And now he has to deal with the consequences. He finds out that the um, the city that he loves, Vegas City, is not uh, a clean, <laughs> a clean a place that's on the up and up. There's a lot of shady deals that go down and he wants to get to the root of it. So. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, let me ask you a question then, Jaden. Um, since I'm, we're interviewing each other. Um, so you said you're uh, 20 years old, right? Correct. I see you got Akron on your shirt. I do. That's are you, where I'm from. Are you, you a sports fan at all? Uh, To a degree. You know, my family, they're really big on sports. They really like sports a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm more of like an athlete, a player, than I am a watcher. You know what I mean? Okay. So, you know, I like to get active. I haven't been as active because I've been active in my studies. But, yeah, um, yeah man, I really like to play sports. This is uh, one of my old wrestling shirts. Okay. I like I like a lot of fighting sports and field in high school. Um, okay, so wrestling, track, and field. Okay, what, what were your events in track? Uh, I, I really like the sprints, man. Um, you know, 100 meter, 200 meter. I did a lot of jumps. High jump um, was the main one. Hurdles, uh, a couple of relays, four by one, four by two, four by four. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know I, I like I like that adrenaline rush. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The in and out, the in and out events. Um, mm-hmm. I got four children, and and three of them were in um, track and field. I got I got two runners in the family, and then I got two that are in uh in in field events. They my my oldest two daughters both got to nationals in shot put uh two years in a row. Oh, that's um, great. So that man. was their event. But um DJ he wanted to be a sprinter, but he, he wasn't quite as he couldn't quite get the technique down. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. fast on his own, you know, but you know when you run in track there's there's technique to to, <laughs> to getting the most out of that hundred meters or that or right, that right. meters. Yeah that took um, me that even took me a while to figure that out. Yeah and it's uh you know uh that's that's the thing so yeah, but that's that's cool, man. Um, I was asking because you know my my favorite my my favorite basketball player of all time is is your boy LeBron James. You know, oh yeah, that's really dope, man. You know, yeah. he's really cool. I haven't gotten the chance to like meet him in person or anything. Mm-hmm. That's more of a pending thing, you know. But my mom is pretty cool with him and everything. You know, they yeah. they were they were friends, you know, before they still friends. They oh, went really? to like a wedding together recently, so that's pretty cool. I oh, thought wow. she was you know, making it up, but then I found out she wasn't. So yeah. <laughs> I, I hear, you know, the people who are actually from Akron, you know, they are, you know, I, I hear he's active in the community. So he knows a lot of people. Um, he around is, here. So he is. Yeah. And then I got an uncle that um works, you know, for the, for the school and everything. So, you know, that's really cool. It's a pretty like tight knit community, man. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. That's, that's always good to hear, man. Like a lot of times you hear, horror stories about um about uh what you call it you know other athletes and and how they're not as nice as they you know seem to be but it's it's cool to hear good stories right. as always shout out shout out to j man i know i listen i've not been 
he was on he's been on every episode that I've been on. I don't know if his streak is still going for every chat and draw episode, but I know that he had an amazing streak going on at one point. So I don't know if he's if it's still going on, but shout out to J Man. Um <laughs> shout out to J Man for being in the comments. Just that dude is a supporter of Indies for sure. Um yeah. I saw a comment, I saw a question from Kyron. What's up, Kyron? Appreciate you checking us out, man. You always support him, man. Kyron is 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 the homie for real. Um, he said, "That's dope, Danny. What is the inspiration by your behind your other character, your other comic book, uh, King Supreme?" Kyron knows the answer to this question. And he just <laughs> wants me to say it. <laughs> he just wants me to say it on the show. Um, I hate I hated Superman for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, my other character, King Supreme, is basically. Um, what you get when Superman's um, ever-changing abilities has an actual reason, right? I always hated right, that right. that Superman can literally do anything at any time, but his powers just magically appeared out of nowhere. Right, right, right. So sometimes he's sometimes Kryptonite weakens him. Sometimes he can reverse time. Sometimes he can. You know, sometimes he's the smartest being in the universe. Sometimes he can, you know, do whatever. But, you know, his his abilities just seem to pop up whenever. But um, and I figured, you know, if there was a reason to that, that that would be that would be cool. But, um, you know, it just didn't seem to be any reason to it. It just happened because of plot armor. So my, my, my character, King Supreme, you know, is is the, you know, the galactic um, being in our universe that um has the ability with that crown but he he wears a crown that gives him the ability to reshape reality okay but the one drawback is that it's affected by um what he believes so if he believes that he can fly then he can fly if he believes that he's bulletproof he's bulletproof but if um he lets doubt creep in or if he lets doubt seep in then those things become his weakness so okay. um okay. you know that's 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 the the inspiration behind that character. Um I hated Superman so much that I wanted to make a character that fixed his uh plot holes all the time. Fair enough, fair enough, man. That's really cool. So I guess that kind of brings me like I asked the question, um, you know, why is it you know why why did you kind of make that dynamic? Is there like a other any other reasoning? on why you developed the character this way you know when you create these stories are there any other uh parallels in there you know within your own life or your own experiences that you like to uh embed in these characters yeah absolutely man i think um i think all of us as creatives want to produce something that is reflective of us right we want to one of the reasons that we create is we want to leave our mark on the world right we want to put something out that impacts the world some kind of way and for um for ace blade it is you know um greed is bad for ace blade that's what it is he goes into the reason that you know his manager was setting up these fights is because he got greedy i i do it for the money no you don't javon i know you you want to you want to impact the world you want to change the world um Greed is bad. So um, in, in Ace Blaze universe, all of his villains have been impacted by greed in some way. Like they go all everybody in Vegas City goes there to kind of hit it big. They go to risk it all and and um 
and do things to to try to to try to hit it big and they can let their their um their greed kind of get in the way and make them do things that they wouldn't necessarily do and ace blade is kind of the the hero that fights against that he wants people to be their their true selves but he also wants them to to um he believes he believes in the good of people right so you got you kind of got two <laughs> there's that thing that that thing that people say about you have um <laughs> you have two wolves inside of you and the one that wins is the one that you feed right 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 so um the crazy thing about ace blade is that his his arch nemesis gutshot believes the same thing he does he believes that um he wants people to be their true selves he wants people to be their their um their true selves in 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 the sense of the word that he wants people to give into their carnal desires whatever your impulses are um he wants people to follow those impulses at all times right but he mm. wants people to do that so that he can take take advantage of them and i think that yeah. you know for me evil people in this world want to take advantage of other people whereas you know the heroes want people to um take advantage of their situations they want people to be happy and healthy and to live a long life and that's what ace blade is ace blade believes that your true self is the is the the version of you that overcomes your um carnal your your you know your natural desires mm-hmm. and I, I know for for me we have you know you got people i think most people you know your your natural your first natural instinct can a lot of times be a negative thing right if you go into mm-hmm. a situation and you get angry your first natural instinct might be to fight or to cuss or to fuss at somebody. Whereas if you just sit and think a minute, you know, the, the better thing to do sometimes is not to fight. Sometimes the best thing is to fight, but it should be on you to decide to, to decide that not just let your instincts take over. So um, that's kind of the fight between um, Ace Blade and Gutshot. And that's the, that's the one thing that kind of, I kind of impart from my, from my own life experiences into this character. Okay. Okay. So, um, thing, you know, and I, I guess I gotta ask, like, you know, what what character flaws, you know, does Ace Blade have? What is he, you know, grappling with? Ace Blade is is the classic. Um, you you watch Dragon Ball Z? You ever you ever course, seen Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Sir. Okay. So you know sure. Goku. Right? You know Goku, right? Right. Goku's character flaw is that he wants to fight. He sees the good in everybody, and he wants to fight everybody at their best. Right. Because Goku believes that he's the best fighter in the universe. He believes that he can overcome the people at their best. Um, that's Goku. That's um, Ace Blade's character fault, too. He sees the best in people, um, and he believes that he's the best fighter. So he goes into situations thinking that he can handle it when he can't, when he can't always handle it. He doesn't have any superpowers. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have a billion-dollar bat cave with gadgets and all that stuff. And he's fighting people who can who can rip cars in half and who can blast ice out of their hands and and stuff like that. Dude, you need to sit down. You need to <laughs> you need some help sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. he goes into these situations against these people thinking, hey, I can I can talk them out of it. I see the good in this person. I see what they have. I see the potential that they have. And I want to you know, I want to bring that out of them. But sometimes, you know, bad people are gonna be do bad things, and um, you gotta, you gotta stop them if you if you call yourself a hero. Okay, for okay. sure. Yeah, I can resonate with that. I can resonate with that. 
Um, do you feel like, you know, a lot of these parallels, this this fight between good and evil, this fight between, um, you know, controlling your um, your ambition and, and channeling that in a, in a positive way? You know, do you does these parallel in the, your other stories, the ones that are upcoming that we haven't really talked about as much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, a lot of these stories are about, you know, the battle between good and evil. And there's there's different, you know, perspectives on that. Um, like I said, Ace Blade is the type of character that will see um, the good in people, whereas Lumberjacks is going to see you for the actions that you take. Right. So if you are a person that's um, doing evil things, he's going to see that as who you are, you know. And his job is to stop you from doing those evil things by any means necessary. Um, King Supreme is, um, you know, his his whole thing is about the effects on a community. So the things that you do have an effect on the people around you. So if you are the type of person that continues to do um, things that negatively affect the people around you, then you need to be uh, removed from <laughs> removed from that community. Oh, uh Javon says Lumberjacks is the classic angry black black man. And that's <laughs> that that has some truth to it. But <laughs> but you know, he's he's always angry um with cause. You know, he has a reason to be angry because there's injustices in his community. And um, you know, he doesn't like it. And he would he would be lying if he said that he did, and he doesn't deal with things the same way that uh that Ace Blade does or 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 uh King Supreme does, or even he. Um, Javon's character, he does. Um, so that's uh, you know, that's that's the interesting thing about stories is that you can kind of you can kind of see yourself in these characters, but at the same time, you could say that you would make the same decision or you would make a different decision. Okay, okay. So you know, when uh you know, when we when we talking about this uh lumberjacks and him being, you know, crazy angry black man, you know, you know, with that anger that that those issues that he's grappling with his community um you know you know how how deep do you like to go in that you know these the parallels um um the the social issues in your stories you know how does that affect you yeah um morgan um so morgan writes the lumberjack series and um i me i don't like to get too deep into um social issues but morgan he likes to he likes to 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 hit him face on you know head on he likes to take those social issues head on and he likes to put a lot of parallels of real life situations in in his comics, in the lumberjack story. And um, and that that's an effective way to to, to tell stories, um, too, because you can see the real life ramifications of the of these things that are happening. And if we had superheroes in our society, how they could kind of balance the scales, how they could, you know, um, tip the scales to to really. Um, find that equity and equality that we um, kind of look for here in America. So I think it's great to 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 do things like that. So um, I think it's I think it's amazing to to be able to 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 put social issues in in our comics and in our stories. Um, but at the same time, um, we want people to be able to join enjoy them and um, not to be weighed down by them. Also, so you know. <clears throat> Okay. All right. All right. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's I think we got a uh, I think we got a commercial break coming up, but I yeah, I do want to introduce the Tuesday night clapback. Okay? Tuesday night clapback. 
It's a new wrestling show brought to you by by us at FSK Broadcasting Weekly on the Agents of Geekdom Network. Did I do that right? That sounds right. That sounds sounds pretty accurate. You can't hear it. I'm sure there's supposed to be some sound with this because it looks amazing. Yeah, you know, maybe we're supposed to uh, commentate on this. You know, these do look like some pretty cool characters. <laughs> I know they're going to have Ace Blade getting beat up in this. I, I just know it. <laughs> that's really going to rub know. you the wrong way, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right, though. Tuesday night, clack back. The fights in the panel. I love it. I love it. That looks dope. That looks dope. That's got to be uh, Tony... Um, the clapback kid, Clapper. Um, he, mm-hmm. he, he um, we did the uh, we did one of those last year, and it was a, and it was dope. Oh, he's coming to the game, Javon. That's dope. That's dope. I know Ace Blade is gonna be in there. Uh, I believe Lumberjacks is gonna be in there, but uh, to have Heat in there too, it'll be great to have Ace Blade slap Heat around in the ring a little bit. I'm always down for that. Super cool, man. Super cool. He says Ace Blade should tackle obnoxious TikTokers. <laughs> um, no, nah, I couldn't I couldn't do that to the TikTok the TikTok crew. <laughs> Most people on TikTok are, are just trying to, you know, they're trying to make it. They're trying to uh, live their dream. But there are some obnoxious ones, man. I we was watching me and my wife was watching this this dude um making these videos where he was just going up eating people's food in restaurants. Like he was oh, in a food wow. court. <laughs> I think I seen that actually. Court just grabbing people's food and you know saying that it was a saying that it was a prank but nah bro don't come up touching my food man i'm sitting out here eating don't don't come touching my food man i would i'm that's one thing that might set even ace blade off uh (laughs) (laughs) trying to take his food while you're trying to trying to eat um that ain't that ain't that ain't right that ain't right hey man um you know, I, I actually I think about it. I feel like TikTok is like the um, it's like the intrusive thoughts, you know, of the Internet, you know. Yes, I like that. I like that. I, I described. So I, um, I've, I've grown a pretty good audience over on TikTok. And I, I think I always tell people the reason that I think I do well on TikTok is because I'm very impulsive when it comes to like my creativity. So I'll have an idea in my head and instantly i can just go on tiktok and make it use you know nine times out of ten i can just make this thing that i have an idea for and just put it out and i can you know just have it have an audience to see it and people love that kind of stuff on that on that platform so um i agree with you i agree with you that's a dope shadow how did you do that how 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 did you decide where to put the like where to put the shadow and th- like, are you thinking from your light source or are you just thinking? Hey, well, you know, I mean, shadows is something I'm still, you know, trying to develop. I wouldn't say I'm a ace at it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it's just, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of picturing this scene, you know, you know, you know, like casting it down on ace blade, you know, he's seeing, he, he's in a battle. He's, he's, trying to win of course you know i feel like you know with the light shining down on him like this you know that kind of shows this uh 
this kind of underdog vibe, you know, where we feel like he's going to win if he has a good chance of winning against these super powered characters. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult fight. Yeah. So, I mean, Absolutely. I guess it's just it's more of like an expressive shadow, I feel like. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like that. Um, you know, it's right underneath them. You would that is naturally where you would see. I just I don't get to practice um drawing as much as I want to, but shadows yeah. and and um you know perspective are two things that I, I really struggle with. So I know I need to practice with that. So to just to see you throw that shadow underneath them like that, I, I was just wondering if you were thinking and um, you know, if you were if you were gonna color this, where would the where would the um shadows be on this on this um on this piece but that's dope that's dope yeah man um, so um what a, i i don't know how it goes you said you're at um scad where are you ccad ccad that is in columbus that's where mike went okay yeah yeah um so what kind of so is it like a traditional um university where you got um you know your maths and sciences and your general education courses and then you got your art classes or is it all art all the time yeah, um, there are some, you know, other classes is geared towards artists, of course. And sadly, you know, there is some, some math, um, there is a science. Um, that's more like they have to kind of fulfill, you know, the requirements that a campus, that a campus has to, uh, you know, get the degree. Yeah. Um, most of it is art center, but, you know, in the first year you might be doing a math class, you know, and a class where you got to write a lot of essays and, you know, as you, you know what I'm saying, then you get into mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, your art courses, you know, the things that you're really trying to focus on. But you also got to do a lot of these uh, liberal arts courses and mainly like history courses. Like instead of like a traditional history course, we got to take like three art history courses, oh, which wow. uh, I, I, I don't know, man. It, it can be interesting, but I, maybe it depends on the teacher. But, you know, as you can imagine, that's something learning about these old dead dudes uh yeah. with the art they made you know that could be a little bit debilitating sometimes when i just want to make it myself you know but it's really yeah. cool you know i like the dynamics uh, and everything uh we have to take like some business classes we get to really explore you know a lot of the different um at you know facets of art and i think it's really you know it's just really explorative you know place you know the main thing I like to take out of art school is the networking opportunities. I mean, you're surrounded by mm -hmm. a community of artists and they're all trying to grow and you're all trying to make something happen. So it's just like an interesting uh, melting pot of creativity that is hard to really find in a lot of other places. Yeah, I think um, so I got my degree in um, graphic design and um, one of my complaints was that I really just wanted to learn the softwares. Like I know, I know you know, I have an intuition about what I want to create, but my thing was taking the time to learn the different softwares to make the things that I want to make. Right. So mm -hmm. learning Photoshop and Illustrator and and, you know, InDesign and all this stuff um, to be able to make the things that I want to make um, was what I wanted to do. But they had us learning. I mean, color theory is good to learn. You know, I, I, I enjoyed certain classes like I learned. You know, like I said, color theory was a good course. Ugh, excuse me. But I was like, I don't need to know what the Baroque period was about, I don't think. And there were certain ones I was just like, why am I, why am I, why, why am I paying my money to take this class 
when it's not right. really what I want to learn, you know. And in that way, like in, institutions like like colleges and universities, sometimes I feel like it's a it's a scam. Like they just they use you to <laughs> they want to get your money and then they, you know, they got these courses like and and I and I went to school online. So a lot of the courses, a lot of the courses I took were pre-recorded videos. And I was like, I could have did this on on YouTube. But <laughs> but at the right, same right. time, you know, it's good to have a um a direction for 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 young folks and for people who are trying to learn to learn the things that they want to learn but i i agree with you i think the networking is um you know the the biggest thing about it if you can build a network with people who are you know kind of in the same position as you trying to learn the same things that you're learning trying to get to the same places you are um then you can really you know make an impact um while you're in school um, but that only works if you have time to do it, you know? Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, man. And, you know, things that I like to take away. Oh, Javon said he took. Oh, you took our. Oh, you went to SCAD. Oh, that's really cool, man. That's really cool. I yeah. thought about going there. Um, really expensive, though. Yeah, Javon is, Javon, Javon is independently wealthy, though. So you don't have to worry <laughs> about that. Wow, wow. I'm trying to get like that one day, you know? Yeah, um, um, I might have to hit Javon up for for a loan or something like that because um, I've uh, <laughs> he got he got money like that, um, but yeah, man, it's um, it's good to learn and it's good to be around people who are learning, um, the same things that you are and trying to trying to build in that direction. So, um, I'm all for higher education. I just don't like the that is so expensive and that right. you know. For some some places, like if you're trying to be a if you're trying to be a brain surgeon or, you know, you want to be an engineer. Yeah, definitely. Definitely go to an institution and learn about the history of of those things. Um, right. Right. But, you, you know, killing us. there's yeah. some like if you're if you're trying to get into music or if you're trying to, you know, be an educator or, you know, certain things, I think the technology is changing so fast and the industries are changing so fast that you, you kind of, it's kind of better to learn through experience sometimes. So, oh yeah, um, but that's cool though. That's cool though. So yeah, man. what are, what, what are you hoping to do with, um, with your art? Do you want to be an illustrator? Do you want to be a, you know, uh, a character designer? What are you, what are you looking to do as an artist? Well, you know, uh, the, my, my, my main thing as an artist is I really like to tell stories. That's something that, you know, always interested me. You know, the story, the narrative, you know, crafting, you know, a world, you know, with rich characters in a rich environment. You know, that's what really drives my passion. And I like to draw a lot because I want to be able to, you know, express that. But I think what I'm really coming to realize is that the main my main focus is is I like writing a lot. I like writing. Mm -hmm. I like being able to create this, you know, this world. And that's basically what I'm doing. I'm focused on story. I am trying to get into, you know, developing concept art, you know, pre-production, you know, for various studios, yeah. uh, you know, in video games, movies, TV shows. And then, you know, I also want to be able to create my own stories, you know, comic books, partly while I'm here. Um mm -hmm. 
I like, you know, creating stories. I like writing. I like that whole pre-production process, you know, the storyboards, the character designs, mm-hmm. you know, the, the environment designs. You know, th- there's something really beautiful about that. Absolutely. That's dope. I think um, I like the process. I'm one of those people who wants to learn about every part of the process. I think, you know, I learned my favorite parts and my least favorite parts of the process, but I want to learn how each part goes and how it connects to the other parts and why, you know, um, why it's done that way. So you can kind of improve the process, you know? Um, So, you know, the years, years and years and years ago, you would be, you would only be able to draw traditionally. You would be, have to put this stuff on a paper and animate one page at a time and, and if it was messed up, you got to start all the way over again. Whereas now technology, technology has changed so that, you know, you can save space and save time and make, you know, some people would say make better, um, make a better product in a shorter time. And and I think advances in in technology and education have, have all lent itself to that. And I think that's good. I think that's great. But I also think that learning the foundation of certain things is great. Also, like anatomy, that's something that you're always going to have to learn in art. You're always going to have to learn the the body functions, the, the, the way the shapes of, you know, muscle groups and and, and the motions that these things um, take, because that's something that most people are going to, you know, in your career, if you're in character design, you're going to have to know body parts you're going to have to know what the human body looks like you're going to have to draw trees if you want to do background designs you're going to have to draw you know how know what water looks like when it's reflecting on the moonlight instead of sunlight like it's it's certain things that you know you can learn from nature and you can learn from um foundational you can learn from books and stuff like that so i think that's mm-hmm. pretty cool man i wholeheartedly you know i agree with that you know just being able to draw from something you know and that's why i think like what are the most important things it is to you know develop as an artist and really grow is really find out like what it is that you want to draw what it what is it that you mm-hmm. want to do you know being able to hone in you know on those things that really captivate you that really interest you that you would like to draw that you need to draw um I feel like gets you the furthest, you know, because you want to practice those things. You yeah. want to get better at those things. You know, you want to f- make that work. Yeah, absolutely. I think the earlier the earlier you find what you want to do, um, the faster it, 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 you know, you can be successful in that. Because I know even for my children, like I said, I got four children <clears throat> and my oldest daughter. You know, she knows that she's talented as a as an artist, she she's she's an artist also. She knows that she can draw, but she doesn't have the motivation to sit down and do it every day. You know, mm-hmm. she doesn't have the, the the drive to sit down and do it every day. And she doesn't want to do it as a job. She just wants to do it as a hobby. She likes drawing, but she doesn't want to work as an artist. She doesn't want to work and, and, and do those things. So she has to find the things that she wants to do. She likes sitting and talking to people. And uh, we sent her to um, nail tech school over the over the summer. Because mm-hmm. she enjoys doing nails. She likes, she likes, you know, um, and it's crazy because she kind of use her uses her art skills as a nail tech. She, you know, she goes and puts those colors together and she, you know, builds those, um, use those color schemes to to make nail sets for people. And um, but she would prefer to sit and talk to somebody while she works on their nails and gets paid to do that. 
And I'm like, okay, if you, mm-hmm. you know, decide that you wanted to do that, um, to work because I, I love you, but I can't support you your whole life. You got to go out there and, and <laughs> make some money on your own. Um, so I think, you know, the earlier that you decide or find out what you, what it is that you like to do, you know, you can decide if you want to do it for work or if you just want to use it as a hobby and, um, be successful that way. Right. Right. Yeah, man. Finding that voice, you know, you know, that can be, that can be pretty difficult. And that's something, you know, that I wanted, you know, that, that I struggled with because there was a, like a point in time, you know, where I wasn't doing art, you know, or anything like that. I was just hanging out, trying to get through high school, playing sports. Um, and I stopped for a while because it felt, you know, discouraging, you know, you hear like society tells you that you can't make it as an artist, that there's not money to be made in there, you know, you, and you don't really think about how really truly big and vast the, the art realm is, you know, so when I, when I relit that fire, you know, it uh, prompted me to, you know, go to the school. I just applied on a whim. I got in, got a huge scholarship, you know, and, and that's why I'm here. And I've been developing that voice, you know, as I go along. Like it's pretty yeah. strong now. Yeah, that's dope, man. And you're doing great work too, man. At, especially at the age of 20, man, you you killing the game already. I wish I would have uh figured my life out that early, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I it, it's also difficult though, in the sense is like, you know, I got these things figured out. I know what I want to do, I wanna I know where I want to go. Um, it is difficult in the sense that all right, now I gotta actually do it. Now you're gripped and taxed with the um with the stress that comes with that and you know and navigating that you know so that that that's another hard part just you know believing that you can do it you know going through the process of failure and success and yeah man but um i guess i gotta ask like you know what was i gonna say Mm -mm. you know you being a, a black artist and everything because i i'm the president of the black student leadership association here you know at oh, the yeah, school okay. yeah we had a panel discussion and we talked about um you know how to create black characters you know effectively because that's something that people struggle with a lot and i hear about it all the time you know what i'm saying you know what what, yeah. what are your struggles as as a black creative you know how do you navigate that oh man um i think for me the only struggles are that people see the characters and they automatically can assume that they are about one thing, but you know, you really don't know until you start reading, you know, you, you, you really don't know. Um, you really wouldn't know what these characters are about until you start reading the book or you listen to us talk about them or you do some research, you know, people, um, and this it's it's weird because, I think people are looking for these characters, but as an indie as an indie creator, you know, we can't put out as many books as we want to every year, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if you got, you know, a staff or even if you're independently wealthy wealthy like Javon Stokes, you can't <laughs> um you can only put out so many books a year. And because, you know, I work a full-time job, um and I got four children. So it's like I can't I can only devote so much time to this, even if I wanted to devote more time to it. Some, I would have to cut back somewhere else. Um, so. It would be nice to have had 
you know, my parents and grandparents already established a fortune that I could do this full time. But <laughs> but, you know, it's going to take time. And, and and I think you have to have people who are willing to kind of put in that time to build a foundation around um, this industry and to, to build kind of, a, of an infrastructure to be able to give, you know, kind of the next generation and your generation opportunities to to do these things full time so that they don't have to, you know, work to feed their family. I mean, they can use it. They can work in their field to feed their families. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, it would be it would be amazing if uh, <laughs> Fish is hilarious. He said them kids are nearly grown. Give them my iPad and get me that next King Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> He's adamant hey, about that one. Hey, I'm I'm trying. Hey, I'm trying to get Kendra. I'm trying to get Kendra um, working on some comic book stuff, but they want to do like they want to do card games. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm putting them to work. You know me. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think that, you know, as a as a black man who wants to create comic books, you know, it's not necessarily the, the first thing. There's not necessarily a, a huge market looking for black comics by black people. <laughs> it's just there's just not a huge market of people who. Um, in our communities who grew up reading comic books and who are looking for, there are people looking for it, but there's just not as huge a market for it. Like the SEO isn't set up for it. Like you run into really weird, really weird um, bumps in the road. Like even setting up our website. um, If you were to, if you were to um, like start a blog about Batman and Superman, right? Mm-hmm. There's already SEO built into all of these companies, Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram. There's already SEO that will help push that content, right? If you right, talk right. about if you go online and you talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp right now, that content is gonna get pushed out to a certain group of people because there's already a built-in fan base for that. Right. right? right. Whereas if you make a character called black man or you know oh, whatever, no. whatever. <laughs> if you make a make a character that's not black panther or storm you know you're gonna have to build that seo you have to build the fan base for these characters <laughs> dark guy whoever it is um, oh, no. you have to <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> you have to build the audience for these characters and that takes a lot of time it takes a lot of time to to build the SEO to, you know, post enough about a character or about a subject for the algorithms to automatically pick it up. Right. Mm-hmm. So I spent literally the last year and a half building um, Ace Blade, like just the hashtag Ace Blade on TikTok. And now it's gotten over, you know, 2 million hits on TikTok. Right. So right. now, you know, and that's, that's small compared to like the, the 10 billion that you know superman has or, or whatever right, so now right. when i now when i talk about ace blade there's certain people who are going to see this content but i it had it took me a whole you know year and a half of literally posting almost every day to get that to get to this level and it's going to take me another 2 3 years to get it to where it actually helps you know to where i can actually put hashtag ace blade in in a um in an ad and it actually reached the people who care about it. So 
you know, those are it's just things like that that um are really um bothersome when it comes to being, you know, black and creating comic books or creating anything is that um it's not necessarily the the institutional or or systemic problems that that we all have to face but it's the these little itty bitty things that are killing like the momentum that you can that you can have i'm sorry mike i know i i talked for like 100 minutes but um <laughs> he said we got three <laughs> minutes left um um kyron asked in the company in the in the in the comics he said hey when are you going to announce that the fourth wall productions buying towards comics um as soon as you send me the price um kyron you let me know and i'll um i'll announce it I'll, i would be happy to buy Taurus comics Taurus comic makes makes amazing amazing um comic books and tells amazing stories and i would love to to, to buy it or to have a or have a merger <laughs> or something like that um no they are they offered it to me first i was offered first i get the first look uh -oh. on Taurus comics uh, uh -oh. so <laughs> You're gonna have to make a uh ace blade versus hot shot comic, see who wins. <laughs> We're gonna have a, a bidding war in the comments over Taurus comments. One million dollars. Hey, um, <laughs> if, if this is monopoly money, I got you. Let me let me borrow, let me see if I can get um Javon Stokes. Let me see if I can get a loan from for one million dollars because I know he got it, and then um I'll hit you up, Kyron, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Man, that came out good, man. You you got that speed. Michael Wall Michael Watson has amazing speed. Mike and and Fish are two of the fastest, um, fastest pins in in indie comics. And um, you are you're definitely um in that same vein, man. You you killed this in this in this one hour that we've been working that we've been talking together. I mean, you know, you know, well, I you know, I appreciate that. You know, as I develop the um. The magic martial arts skills of digital art you know mm -hmm. this is gonna be this is great this is this is a really cool character too man excellent i appreciate that man um i think that's i think that's it for the bit well i'm gonna let you close this out i know you i know you're doing your internship i ain't gonna take your job from you i'm gonna uh -oh. let you close this out and and thank everybody <laughs> all right you know well uh thank you everybody for chiming in uh, with me and Danny Quick, this is super cool. I uh, wish I could ask a lot more questions and everything. But, um, yeah, man, this is super cool. Ace Blade, check out the comics. Um, check out Freestyle Comics. You know, I got a rep went from. And, uh, you know, Absolutely. tune in next time. <laughs>